This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. There you will stand, Stinky Strong. I will say, along with Swift Cast, your headphones blaring Welcome to episode 45 of SwiftCast. This is Ashley. Haley. And Steph. And we have an awesome episode for you. We actually have a really great guest interview coming up later in the show, um, which I guess I'll tease for you right now. There is a really amazing art gallery that's opening um, in Brooklyn, in New York, next week. And the creator of the gallery, Liz Grammaticus, is going to join us to tell us all about what her inspiration was for all these paintings of Taylor that she made and also about the other artists that are doing different Taylor-related things in this show. So we're really excited for you guys to hear about that later. I'm really excited to hear it. Yeah, it was a really fun interview. And I hope I can go see the exhibit because it sounds awesome. Well, she's going to tell us all about it a little bit later. But for now, let's jump right into Keeping Up With Swift. Uh, we're going to start with Taylor's nominations uh, and remind you all to keep voting. So Taylor is nominated for two Kids' Choice Awards, Favorite Female Singer and Favorite Song for I Knew You Were Trouble. So please remember to keep voting on Nickelodeon's website. And you can also tweet to vote for her. The show is going to air on March 29th, which is next Sunday. We don't know yet whether she'll be there, but we'll keep you updated. Um, Taylor has five nominations for the ACM Awards, Single Record of the Year for Highway Don't Care, Video of the Year for Highway Don't Care, Vocal Event of the Year for Highway Don't Care, and then Female Vocalist and Entertainer of the Year. And actually, this week, Monday, March 24th, you can start voting at acmcountry.com to vote her for Entertainer of the Year. So please remember to start voting for her. And the show is going to air on April 6th on CBS. Taylor also has three nominations for the Radio Disney Awards, and that will air on the Disney Channel on April 27th. You can vote at RadioDisney.com, and you can also tweet votes for her. She's nominated for She's the Best, Best Female Artist, So Fantastic for the Fiercest Fans, and Musical Mashup, Best Musical Collaboration for Everything Has Changed. And then finally, Taylor has three nominations for the first ever iHeartRadio Awards. They are going to air live on May 1st from Los Angeles but you can vote at iHeartRadio.com and you can also tweet votes for this award show as well. She's up for Artist of the Year, Fan Army of the Year, and Country Song for Highway Don't Care. 
I'm really excited to see her take home so many awards because we know that she's going to win a whole bunch of them. So in other news, Taylor was spotted in New York City this week. She was shopping at Sephora and at an art supply store. And then she made a painting with some gorgeous flowers and shared it on Instagram. So that was really cool. So, yeah, when we were talking to Liz, um, we did our interview with her a couple of days ago to put it in this week's episode. And she was telling us how she used to work at Blick Art Supplies and she doesn't work there anymore. And she said, I heard that Taylor just came in there yesterday and I was so mad. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what art supplies she was buying. But I guess she was buying watercolor paints for this painting. Which was so amazing. I can't even do that. What talents does she not have? Like, come on, this is really getting ridiculous. Yeah. So the trailer for The Giver was just released. Taylor was shown for a split second in it, and she had brunette hair. So that was really cool. I didn't even recognize her when I watched it the first time. It was, like, such a quick flash, I didn't even see it. I like it. I really wish she would try brown hair for a little while. But it's really exciting because that will be released on August 15th. So something to look forward to in the fall. Another really exciting thing is the video for You Belong With Me has just passed 300 million views on YouTube. So let's keep it climbing, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get to 400 million. 300 million. That's crazy. That is crazy. So Keds just released a special shoe for Red Tour Asia. It has all the cities that she's visiting on there, so it looks exactly like the one she did for the U.S. leg, but, you know, the city's being different. So that's really cool for everybody over in Asia. Wasn't it sort of like the opposite colors, like a white shoe with red letters on it? Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, it looks cool. It's it's not available in the store yet that I've seen online. But once we find out how you can get it, we'll let you know. And this this is my personal favorite. Taylor's Meredith view, videos are number one on Ease Online's list of pop culture items that make us happy. That's quite accurate. Because Meredith and Taylor make me happy. I'm pretty sure if her videos weren't already number one on this list, that the ACM video that she just released definitely put it into that spot. Yeah, you're right. Well, she's the princess of Kitty Town. She is. So last week, Taylor also attended the City of Hope dinner in New York City. Scott Borchetta was there as well. The City of Hope is a leading research and treatment center for cancer, diabetes, and other life-threatening diseases. So that is really thoughtful for Taylor to, you know, be involved in that. And on the same note, Taylor visited the Sloan Kettering Memorial Hospital in New York City. She was only scheduled to visit from 3 to 4, but she ended up staying until 7.30. And she ended up taking a bunch of photos with several of the patients, and it really brightened their days. So you got to love Taylor for that. She's such an angel. I I can't even... My heart just swells with so much pride. Yeah, she is amazing. And the thing that really gets me is she's not out there publicizing this. She just does it 
because that's what she wants to do. She's not making a big deal of it for publicity, um, which I love. The only reason we know about it is because the kids' families posted the photos on Twitter because they wanted to show people. I think that's the case in most of the charities she's involved in or most of the things she gets involved in is she doesn't publicize what she's doing. So when we hear about it, we love it even more because she's not doing it for attention. She's just doing it because she wants to be a part of these charities and they probably touch home to her. And it's not even like when I see these pictures of her hanging out with these kids, it doesn't look like, you know, she's the celebrity coming in to pose for photos. Like she's just hanging out with them in their rooms. She's taking selfies with them. She's taking pictures with their family. Like she's literally just hanging out just like any regular person visiting would do. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm really glad that Taylor got to spend her afternoon yesterday doing that. You could really tell that it made a huge difference to everybody that she visited. So now it's time for our mini segments. And our first one is from at Larson Swift NY13. And they said, it feels like the perfect night to spam Scott Borchetta's Twitter account and demand the Red Tour DVD. And yes, it's always the perfect time for that. Yes, definitely. But I feel like spamming him often leads to him being a troll. So maybe we shouldn't. Definitely. Our next one comes from Directioner9 underscore. Spending all day watching Taylor Swift videos of any kind and finding old unreleased songs to sing very loudly. Swifty problems. That actually doesn't sound like a problem. That sounds to me like... Just something Swifties do every day. Our next one is from at Christy Christmas, wanting a Red Tour DVD CD. Swifty problems. I think that's a common theme in these Swifty problems. It looks like it is, so you know what they have to do. They need to give the people what they want. They need to give the people what they're demanding, which is a Red Tour DVD CD. Our next one is from at Cho Chang's rival, and they said, all I can think about is Taylor, 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 Swifty problems. Yep, that sounds accurate. <laughs> agreed, agreed, agreed. <laughs> Our next one comes from Taylor Waters 13, Swifty problems. My brother and cousin, when they constantly sing men things about Taylor all the time. I feel ya, girl. I feel ya. It's not nice. Yeah, you just have to ignore it. Or try to. Just tell them why you gotta be so mean. Our next one is from at Jenny is a Swifty. The giver looks so terrifying to me and Taylor is in it. So I don't know whether to go see it or not. Swifty problems. Well. Go see it. Yeah, go see it. <laughs> and if you read the book, it's really short and an easy read. And then it probably won't seem quite as terrifying. I don't think that it'll be like give you nightmares kind of scary i just think it'll be a little bit strange that's just my interpretation i need to read it again i've never read it it's really short you could get through it probably in a couple hours i will download it on my kindle and read it and then when the movie cover with taylor on it comes out i will go buy a copy oh that's a good idea I mean, I'm not going to go buy a copy now because I know that I'm just going to go buy another one when Taylor's on the cover. Yeah, that's a good point. 
So our last Swifty problem for today is from at iCarumba Swift. And they said, trying to find that one picture you want to post out of 2,461 other pictures of Taylor on your computer. So true. You can see the picture in your head, but you can't find it. That's like how the camera roll on my phone looks, too. Yeah, mine too. Because whenever I go through Twitter, and I just literally save every single picture of Taylor that I like, which is most of them, if not all of them. <laughs> like, oh, I haven't seen that exact one from the Red Tour before. I have three others like it, but not from that same city in that same day, so I'll save it. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, for sending in your mini-segments. And if you have any Swifty problems or it feels like a perfect night or the Swifty bucket list, you can tweet them to us all week at SwiftCast13 and we will read them on the next episode. Or if you don't have Twitter, you can go to our website, SwiftCast13.com and use the contact form on there to send them to us that way too. So the moment you've all been waiting for, it's time for our main discussion, which is our interview. We were joined by Liz Grammaticus. And she's going to tell us all about how she got started painting pictures of Taylor and also about her upcoming art show. And the name of the show is Who's Taylor Swift Anyway, which pretty much gives you an idea of what the theme is. But she had a lot of really interesting things to say, so we're going to hear from her now. Hey, Liz. Hi. Hey, Liz. Thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So we first found out about your gallery a couple of days ago and just thought it was such a cool thing that we haven't seen really, I don't think, ever before. No, I don't think I've seen anything like this before. Yeah, I um, I kind of thought there might have been more out there and that maybe I wasn't the first person to do this. But the more I searched, it seems like there's like a really limited pool of people dealing with Taylor Swift artistically in a critical manner to really analyze, understand, and think about her intelligently and do it in an exhibition. And so it's really exciting that I've had the opportunity to put this together and found some other artists. And Well, I already know the name of the gallery, but I want you to tell us because I love it. <laughs> the name of the gallery? I mean, of the exhibit. Of the exhibit. It's Who's Taylor Swift Anyway? <laughs> I actually originally wanted it to be Who's Taylor Swift Anyway? Ew. But the director of the gallery didn't want the EO. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great title for a show because it's not meant to like make fun of Taylor or just kind of be on the surface about it. It's really a show about thinking about her personally and about her cultural impact more broadly. And so it's kind of the perfect title and Taylor did write it herself. So, Well, I guess the first question I have is just like, tell us a little bit about when you first became a Taylor fan and what that's been like and how it led you eventually to the idea to use this in your artwork. Yeah, so I've, I mean, my artwork for a while has dealt with pop culture, and I love to just really analyze and think about it. But I became a Taylor Swift fan accidentally by, like, a related video of a friend of mine's video bored on a, a car ride to a wedding from the Red Era, I have to admit. And I... You know, for a while, I knew people that liked Taylor, and I kind of, like, was like, oh, that's not for me. And But, like, I've learned to question, uh, like, especially, like, females in the media, when I think I don't like them or what reasons I don't like them. It's usually not about them, but, like, the media's way of spinning them. So I had this idea of, like, this, like, 
whiny, all-boy obsessed singer, which, like, is terrible. But, like, you know, that's a public dialogue that happens. Mm -hmm. And definitely with my work, I've learned whenever I kind of get to that point to be like, wait, hold on, hold the phone. That's actually probably not what's going on. And I'm so glad, like with Taylor, I took like the time and I really was like, wow, like I downloaded Red and I was really embarrassed about it. <laughs> and I like told a friend <laughs> who's like really like tattooed and punk. And I was like, I, I, I downloaded Red. And she was like, oh, me too. I love Taylor Swift. And I was like, wait, what? And and then before I knew it, I was like going through the full uh, discography and just totally in love with Fearless. And just her narrative storytelling is what completely captivated me. And her honesty and emotion is really just so powerful. And she's um, clearly so talented. You can't really argue with that. And that's kind of what happened. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so unexpected. Like a few years ago, I'd be like, wait. But um, and then with the art, it's like, in my practice, kind of, like, I really, I've done work with, like, teen television and the OC. I've also done work with, like, kind of old Hollywood and Marilyn Monroe. And I used to, like, hate Marilyn Monroe. And it's, like, a similar thing where it's just what the, like, media is, like, kind of talking about with her, but not her. And mm -hmm. um, with Taylor, I just think she kind of just summed up a lot of things. I was thinking about, like, teen media and just, like, females and, like, emotions and also just being, with, like, this strong woman and... And the fact that she is so successful, you know, she's successful for a reason, and and people identify with her for a reason. Like so many people identify with her, and I think um, it's really good to try to understand that and think about that. So, what's your? This might be a hard question because it's always a hard one for me. But so now that you've actually you've listened to all of Taylor's albums, all of her songs, do you have a favorite? I know you, you just said you really like Fearless, but do you have a favorite era or favorite song um, from her? I love Fearless, and I do love Red. I think, or I guess with favorites, Fearless. I mean, I love Fearless, 15, <laughs> You Belong mm -hmm. With Me, and also, um, I just, I love Forever and Always. That might be one of my favorites. I think her, her scope of emotion in that song is incredible like the anger to sadness and her live performances of that I I think that's when I realized I was like in the deep end with Taylor Swift when I watched her live performance of Forever and Always oh yeah it was incredible and actually you, you probably already know this but with the whole hand holding a fan's hand toward the end of the song she actually never even really planned that she just one night did it and then it was like Oh yeah, this makes me feel a lot better. But you're right; the the live performance really just shows the huge variety of emotions in that song. I think Taylor's one of the only people that can get away with throwing chairs on stage. <laughs> I just I love that she did that. It's so great. I love that she lets herself get angry and get awkward, and I like that's just fantastic. And we like it's such an identifying factor. Were you able to go to any Red shows? I did. I went to two, actually. I went to one in New Jersey, and I was so floored and shocked that I was like, okay, I meant to go for research, but I'm so astonished, and I didn't know what I was getting into, and it was nothing like I'd ever seen before, so I had to go again, and I, I went to one in Foxborough. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So were you at MetLife? I was at MetLife, yeah. Me too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where did you sit? I was um, I was on the floor. I had a glow-in-the-dark Meredith painting, but then when I got there, and I thought that was such a cool idea. I was like, whoa, I made a painting of a cat and it glows in the dark. No one's going to do that. And I get there and I saw all the LED lights and like the crazy shit, and I was like, 
I've been outdone by like 12 year olds. Like seriously, these people are creative and talented and like, I'm going to need a bigger boat. This is insane. Um, so had you researched, did you know about Club Red and everything beforehand? Yeah, I knew about it, but like, I think my research was dated. <laughs> like it was like fearless era research and Taylor's just been getting so much bigger and bigger. So by the time with my first tour being read, you know, everyone has a sign practically everyone's dressed. Like it's the amount of it is just, in, it's amazing. It is like completely transformative of the venue and the people and just the amount of creativity and inspiration that these people are doing and the dedication. I was like totally floored. One last question about the red shows. Did you have a favorite performance during the tour? I really love All Too Well, but I also am a sucker for her onstage costume changes. So like trouble. I Anytime she does that, I'm like, good, do it. Do an onstage costume change. I love it. <laughs> but I think All Too Well was just really great. And Holy Ground. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we do this, we end up naming all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to stop myself because it was going in that direction. Uh, well, you also have an awesome website unrelated to your art, but taylorswiftdancing.com. Tell us about that. Yeah. Basically, what I love about Taylor's dancing, I mean, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast is well aware of her dance tendencies and habits and special flair um because I love that she's so she's got this like you know very like she's so professional so smart so talented and then she dances so freely and unabashedly and then like it's such this relatable factor and also this like contradiction to what you think of someone with like seven Grammys would dance you know who's been in the media this long and so one day I was like really like kind of moody and I was like, man, I just want to watch gifts of Taylor Swift dancing. And then I was so mad because there wasn't, there was a one site, but it wasn't updated in like a year. And I was like, why isn't anyone on this? So I did awkward Taylor Swift dancing on Tumblr or you can just get to taylorswiftdancing.com. But it's so satisfying. If you actually just play a random song and look at the site, it's really great because it seems like she's dancing to everything. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to have to do that when we get done with this interview. Yeah, everyone should go check out the site because it will make your whole day so much better. So tell us more about just what the planning process of this art show has been like. And then also, I know there's a bunch of other artists participating in it with you. Yeah, so um, I've been doing other work like for a while. I was just like painting um, celebrity Instagrams because I found that really fascinating kind of this controlled image coming through their personal accounts and them filtering it themselves and then I realized I had to accept that I really only cared about Taylor Swift <laughs> and then I came, we understand. yeah and I came to a point where I was like oh no I think I need to do a Taylor Swift art show and I had a friend of mine that I, I met through a co-worker and this coworker was hearing me talk about Taylor all the time and was like, I have a friend who talks about Taylor in the same way you do. You have to meet, he's an artist. His name is Chris Tyler and he's doing the show as well. And we met and it was like this like art total connection. And we're like, we're gonna do a show. And so there was like less artists that, than we expected maybe that were like dealing with, with it the way that we were, but we were able to find artists that kind of deal with it more indirectly, which I find really fascinating. Like there's this wonderful art artist, Lauren Kalin, who has this project called Benjamimi.net, and it's a Tumblr where she does these amazing, like lovingly academic paintings of memes. 
So she has a painting of like the goat from the trouble meme, if you guys are familiar. <laughs> right. So like it's like offshoots of kind of like how this kind of ripples too. Or there's also this um, artist, uh, Elisa Kresslinger, and she does like these mashups and she did this version of like Jay-Z's Picasso baby um, set to 22. And it's just hilarious and wonderful. It makes so much sense how Taylor's like lyrics and songs kind of perfectly describe this event of, um, if you're not familiar with that video, it's like Jay-Z in an art gallery rapping to all these artists. And they're all acting like so, like like totally in fan mode and fawning and acting totally younger than their ages. And it's such like a 22 vibe. And so she's got a video to that. So there's like these little things that are, again, like ripples. But there's also some other artists I know who have like loved Taylor for ages and are so excited to like do a piece but I guess with my own work I've been painting from her Instagram feed because I, I, I love it and I think it says a lot about her image and her and so I have paintings of her like with Lord or paintings of her doing the, the selfies with the backup dancers and like these kind of different ways of, of the self-image and there will also be like live performance at the show which is really exciting as well. Yeah, I've, I saw, you know, a few of the pictures. One of them was Taylor holding her, I believe, Grammys, right? Yeah, I've got two Grammy paintings of her, yeah. There's one from her recent beach trip with Lord, which is so cute. I love it. Yeah, I love that um, the painting. I'm still finishing it up, but I love it because, you know, it's like a big deal because it's like this Taylor and Lord friendship has been so, like, talked about. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. People are obsessed with it. Yeah, they love it. But I also just love the image of, like, two, like, females, like, this companionship and friendship. And I think that's really beautiful and nice. And I love that about Taylor, too, is, like, what's great. I mean, like, people will rat on her for, like, you know, the albums being so much focused on relationships or, like, that she's boy crazy. But then you, like... You know, she's letting out all these feelings and being so honest and bold about them, which I admire. And then in person, you see her, and she's such a put-together person who values her, her female friends and herself so much that you're like, it's so refreshing that she can let it out in her albums. And then you see in real life, you're like, no, look, you can, like, talk about all these emotions like about maybe being, like, sad or feeling not okay or feeling, like, stuck on something. But you can be this, like, highly functional, amazing individual and, like, have great friends and, like, so productive. And I think, sorry, that was, like, a tangent, but that's what I really love about Taylor is that she shows that it's okay to, like, you know, like, express your emotions, but totally be together. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Makes complete sense. Have you or would you in the future maybe um, paint any images of Taylor from the Red Tour or any of her tours? I might. I, I took a lot of photos from the Red Tour, and I I think some of the images are really beautiful and powerful, um, but I'm not really sure right now. Is there any photo of Taylor that's like your next one up that you're really excited to start painting? Not currently, actually. <laughs> I've been so worried with logistics of the show that I, I don't really have a next one up. Well, when's the opening night? I know it's coming up soon. Yeah, it's um, it's March 28th is the opening, and it'll be from 7 to 9. It's at Fowler Project Space in Greenpoint in Brooklyn. Um, and it's free and open to the public, and it's going to be a really fun opening. There's going to be someone asked Taylor Swift the whole night, and I'm making these Taylor Swift cakes that are going to 
ideally, if I can pull those off, they'll be with a different hairstyle. So I'm hoping to make like three cakes and people can eat Taylor Swift cake. And um... Oh my God, you have to post pictures of those. <laughs> yeah, and there's also going to be like these little like um, Instagram stations with kind of the foods and stuff she makes. So you can like recreate her photos. Like you can take a green donut and I'm going to have very specific instructions to like put the donut in front of your eye and tie your hair back and take the photo. And, a way to kind of engage and be playful with it, too. That sounds I awesome. absolutely need to see this. <laughs> that sounds so amazing. I, so I live in Chicago, and stuff is a little closer to you. She's in Pennsylvania. Uh, how long is the show open? Um, it's open till April 14th. All right, so you, people have a couple weeks to go check it out. Yeah, and there's weekend hours, um, Saturdays. It's open all Saturdays, um, some Sundays. But if anyone's like, really interested... Especially if you're traveling, um, you can email the gallery at their website and we can do an appointment to also open up the gallery as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like not a big deal because um, also there's other artists that use the space. So we like to, um, we're happy to open it up to more people. And from what I understand, this is free for people to attend? Absolutely, yeah. So the website is FowlerProjectSpace.org and is that the best place for them to get all the info? Correct. I know we have a lot of listeners who live, you know, along the East Coast, so I definitely think a lot of people are going to want to check this out. Like I said, this is so unlike anything that I've ever seen anybody do, and I really admire how much time and planning and attention to detail that it must have taken to pull all of this together. Thank you so much. Yeah, if any listeners come, feel free to say hi, and also, like, that'd be great if you, like, let me know that you've gotten at it by this way. It's so interesting because it's really opening up to a different audience than I normally get. I think that's amazing. So how long did it take you to put all of the pieces that are going to be shown in the gallery together? Well, I pitched the show to the director back over the summer, but I didn't, there was a lot of She's been really busy, and so there's a little bit of a communication gap where I didn't think it was happening until fairly recently. So about um, two months ago, she confirmed that it's still happening. So I kind of had some people, you know, kind of at my fingertips that I had been thinking about, but there, there's a lot of, like, last minute being like, all right, we're going to get this together. And so, you know, I guess, yeah, whatever that span is. <laughs> um, so how many pieces will be shown in the exhibit that feature Taylor? I don't know offhand. I mean, um, there's going to be, I mean, there's six artists, and, like, I'm submitting a bunch of pieces. A lot of the other artists are doing, like, single pieces, but there's also someone, the friend I had previously mentioned, Chris Tyler, is doing more of an installation. There's another installation as well, which is kind of bigger, but um, the most direct Taylor pieces would be, like, mine, my friend Chris's, and this other artist, Tori Lee, who's the person I've known that's loved Taylor the longest and the most wholeheartedly. And he was so excited when I asked him, and he also was so shocked. He was like, wait, wait, how did this happen? How are you doing a Taylor Swift art show? But he's loved her from the beginning, and I'm so happy to have him in the show. Well, we always like to do some wishful thinking that maybe one day Taylor will listen to this show or listens to some of the episodes. So is there anything you'd want to tell Taylor if she was listening? Oh my goodness. That I would I would love if she could come. That's a huge fantasy of mine. But other than that, I think she's an unexpected role model for me. I just I really admire her her bravery not to go into the kids campaign, but I think <laughs> <laughs> 
her emotions. Well, she is, though. It's That's the great thing about that campaign is it's not, like, an act. It's so totally her. Yeah, I think her emotional bravery is just really powerful, and I really respect that, and I'm thankful for that. Um, I also have a fantasy of maybe, like, running into her in the street one day and being listening to her and then being like, look, you're on my headphones. We each have one headphone. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. Crazier things have happened. True. <laughs> and she, she's been in New York a lot the past week or two so you never know i know she was at my old work yesterday i'm so mad where did you used to I work i used to work at, uh, as a manager for blick art supplies and she was there yesterday i just found out and i was like oh my gosh wow <laughs> i wonder what she was getting at the art store i know have you ever seen her paintings of guitars she she paints these little guitars and gives them out to people it's yeah amazing i think i've seen the one she gave perez hilton with like a beach scene yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, it's really sweet. I mean, she's, you can tell she's just got, like, a, aside from, like, songwriting, a total artistic spirit. Like, and you know, like, she's so, like, I mean, the baking, the crafting, you can just see it. I'd be so curious if she actually had, like, a lot of time to do visual work, like, what she'd make, because I'm sure I think it would be good. Uh, one other question I had is, is there any way if a fan really liked one of your paintings, could he or she somehow purchase one of your paintings? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can go to my website, um, grammaticus.net, which is, hmm, it's like the word grammatical, but with an S. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> but um, We'll put it on our website. Okay, that works too. out. They can, and also if someone's like interested in a drawing or something and has like a smaller budget, like I'm okay with that too. But I mean, I would love for them to have a good home with a fan. That would be great. Well, one segment that we do on the show regularly is called the Swifty Bucket List, where listeners and fans write in and just tell us about things that they hope to do or accomplish one day related to Taylor. So is there anything that's on your Swifty Bucket List? I think it's just really to meet her. Like, I thought I had a knack for, like, meeting celebrities pretty easily until I tried to meet Taylor, and I realized that's a whole other ballpark. (laughs) Um, it really is. I was like, oh my goodness. So I, I would love to just meet her. I think that's my bucket list. Just a pretty ambitious goal, but I don't know. It's not impossible. No, I definitely think it's possible. And I'll just tell you that if you do, like, she's exactly what you would expect her to be. I've only met her once, and it was so briefly, but she is an angel. Yeah, you can just tell that she is, she is who she is, and that's really wonderful. Well, this has been really awesome. Um, is there anything that we didn't ask about that you want to tell our listeners? Um, no. Um, I'm just really happy to be on, the, be on the show and talk to you guys. This has been really fun and really great. Yeah, thanks so much for coming. I am hoping to somehow make it up to see the, every all the paintings. Oh, um, but if, if not, I'm definitely going to be looking at pictures and checking out your website. That's great. Yeah, I'll definitely send you guys more information about the show once it's fully up. And pictures of the cakes. The it's cake. very important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing to say the fans would be like, which would be selfish, would be like, be less creative about the show so I have a better shot. But I don't want anyone to be less creative because it's amazing and um, everyone should do it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, Again, you can find out more information about the art show at Fowler, F-O-W-L-E-R, projectspace.org. Or you can also follow her on Twitter at Liz, L-I-Z, Grammaticas, G-R-A-M-M-A-T-I-C-A-S. And we'll put all of that on our website for you guys. 
And yeah, thanks again, Liz, so much. Thank you so much. It's been great. Thanks, Liz. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. So as we mentioned, we're going to have all the information about Liz's art show on our website, the link where you can get all of the dates and times and everything. And I really hope that some of you guys are able to make it. And if you do go see the show, you should definitely tweet us or email us and tell us about it because I'm dying to go, but I'm in Chicago, so I don't think I'm going to be able to see it since it's only there for a couple of weeks. But I really want to hear about it from a fan's perspective. Yeah, definitely reach out to us. I'm going to try to go, but I'm not sure um, whether I'll be able to. So definitely tweet us, email us, let us know what you think. Finally, an announcement about our ongoing giveaway. Uh, It's been really blowing up on Twitter over the past week. We have a Taylor Swift prize pack to give away, and included in it is an 8x10 photo of Taylor, a Taylor beach towel, a red toward lanyard, and a special promotional envelope from the Speak Now era. So if you want a chance to win, you need to go to Twitter and follow us at SwiftCast13, and you'll see we've posted the graphic a number of times, so you need to tweet the graphic with the caption, just enter to win at SwiftCast13's Taylor Swift prize pack, and you'll be entered, and you can enter as many times as you want every single day. And it's also open worldwide for all of our international fans. So you should definitely go do that and spread the word and tell all your Swifty friends to enter too. I wish I could enter. (laughs) (laughs) So here's your weekly reminder. Please press the subscribe button on iTunes and it will download the latest episode for you automatically. So you don't even have to think about it. You just, it's just there. We are on Taylor Connect at SwiftCast13. We are on Twitter at, at SwiftCast13. Our email is theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash theswiftcast. And our website is swiftcast13.com. And if you forget any of those, just go to swiftcast13.com and you'll find it all there. So, what do we think Taylor's going to do next week? I think she's going to paint some more awesome flowers for us. And open up her own gallery. What if she painted the cover for her next album? Dude, that would be so cool. That would be pretty awesome. (laughs) Well, like what Liz was just saying in the interview, she was like, I really wonder, you know if Taylor just had a whole bunch of time to work on art, like what she could come up with. And I feel like the possibilities are endless. They definitely are. Yeah. I don't know what else I think she's going to do this week. I feel like she might just stay in New York because she's been hanging out there for a while now. Yeah. I was wondering if, if you remember a couple months ago, she was looking at an apartment there with Austin and she tweeted the other day that she's been hiding things in her apartment and then forgetting where they are. Um, so I wonder if she actually ended up getting an apartment in New York City. I'm guessing she did. I kind of think so because she's been there for so long now that I feel like she wouldn't stay in a hotel for that long. Right. And when I was trying to think where else would she have an apartment when she tweeted about having an apartment. Well, because she tweeted, she tweeted that yesterday and her visit to the hospital in New York was yesterday. Right. So, logically, it seems like she would have to have one. Hmm. Well, 
with how ruthless the paparazzi are, I'm sure we'll find out where it is. Right. Yeah. Which <laughs> could be a bad thing. Yeah. I, I don't really feel the need to know where it is. I kind of wish they would give her privacy. I wonder if she'll find a dance studio. Actually, that's what I think she's going to do this week. If she's now a resident of New York, I think she's going to find a dance studio to go to. That's definitely a very strong possibility. I also think we're going to see her hanging out with Ed in New York because I think he'll be coming in soon for Saturday Night Live rehearsals. Right. Ed is going to be on Saturday Night Live April 12th. But they usually have at least a week, if not more, of rehearsals before somebody comes on. Well, he's just the musical guest, so I guess not a whole week. That's usually for the host. But anyway, I still think he's going to come to New York and we're going to see him and Taylor out and about in the city. That would be amazing. Well, if any of that happens, we will definitely be talking about it on next week's episode. So for episode 45, this has been Ashley. Haley. And Steph. And we will see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags.